Hello there! Are you ready to have some fun? This is the story of Rawl's Adventures, starring Ashley McLean as Rawl, the raccoon that always has some kind of scheme up his sleeve, Eli Royal as Doc, the impulsive and kind of bonkers guy that lives in the park, and hosted by Jason Hobbs. Come have a listen and a laugh! Hello and welcome back to Rawl's Adventures, a We Play RPGs production. I am your host, Jason, joined by... Oh, is it my turn? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it cut out. <laughs> I'm Aww. Ashley, I'm Ashley and I play Rawl. And I'm Eli, playing Doc. And uh, I GM the things. And this episode is sponsored by two fantastic, and, and, I, and I, I do mean that in all seriousness, uh, sponsors. We have Metallic Dice Games, manufacturers of fine gemstone dice. And seriously, I can't, I can't go back to just regular plastic after <laughs> having these because aside from the obvious fact that they're very pretty, pretty dice are relatively easy to come by. But having dice that have weight to them Ah, such an experience like I literally because like regular dice feel like paper like weightless and it just doesn't feel right I like being able to feel the weight that these that these metallic dice have yeah so their their metal dice are because they're made out of zinc and they're plated with uh, various different things depending on how you want them to look it's very similar they're so much heavier than even the gemstone dice and but there's just something satisfying about knowing as you're rolling this, you are gouging your table. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend acquiring a dice box of sorts to protect your table and potentially uh, your dice, depending on your material of choice. But uh, at the very least, to protect your table. Um, but like I said, they are very, very fun and satisfying to roll. Uh, we also have found... F oh, you can... Uh, if you go to your... Uh, on the website... Enter coupon code play it forward. Metallicdicegames.com. Yep. Then uh, you can get your coupon code for 10% off your purchase. Ew. You should go there. You should, and you that buy does good include dice. their dice towers and dice trays. And you should buy those dice towers and dice trays to protect your precious, precious table. But dice, dice towers are so cool. I love them. <laughs> but like I said, they're great. They're awesome. We also have Found Familiar Coffee, who Ashley actually shared recently to our Facebook page. Uh, I mean, not recently little... by the time this comes out, but... <laughs> no, but recently from recording. They can look uh, back in the feed. It's fine. Uh, a little art wall that she's been doing. And honestly, if you, if you aren't convinced already, go, go and look at that art feed. Um, so Found Familiar Coffee, uh, they have fantastic coffee, first of all. Uh, but also... Uh, the really big thing is each uh, bag of coffee that you purchase from them has unique D&D art drawn by fantastic artists, which are credited, credited uh, as well on that bag. And, and you know, uh, didn't, you, didn't you say you can like peel them off and like stick them? Yes. So you can peel them off. The sticker on the back, um, unfortunately, is like, you know, it doesn't, that doesn't peel off, but you can literally take tape and put it up on the wall. But what I found out, one of these looks like a drawing. It's actually a photo of someone in cosplay and they've just added all this really cool stuff to it so 
That's it's, super cool. Yeah, it, the one that has the fire coming out of his hands, it's actually someone that is in cosplay. Um, so they credited the cosplayer as well as the person who took the photo on that one. But all the rest yeah. of them I've seen have all been art, and they they credit their artists. You can go follow them on their various uh, handles that they've put on there. It is super cool. So, you know, even if you don't like coffee or for whatever reason, you can still enjoy the fantastic art. Or at the very least, you know, bring in the coffee to your coworkers and take the art home for yourself. Well, and also... Um like, if you have issues with caffeine or something like that, because a lot of people with caffeine, like, upsets their uh, stomach, they do have decaf that's still very, very good, and it still comes with the artwork on it. Yeah, and, I, uh, you can I use like the, the decaf. Oh, yeah. I, I need decaf because I drink too many. I drink too many energy drinks. Like, I don't drink full-on energy drinks, but I drink enough Habsies energy drinks that caffeine is a problem. But anyway... Um, so if you go to their website, Found Familiar Coffee, and or use foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward, 10% off the whole order. Yes, what Eli said. <laughs> like I said, I need to get a script written. <laughs> I keep forgetting to do that. I'll do that eventually. Oh, we recorded uh, an episode of Blissville Trouble, and Eric, who runs that for us, said... Um, you know, hold on, I don't have the ad copy like Eli does. And I was like, oh man, bold of you to assume that. To assume we have ad copies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But uh, like I said, they're, they're fantastic. Uh, and even if coffee's not your forte, art is fantastic. And if you're like me, your, your uh, workplace has a coffee pot that you can use to bring in for your coworkers. And then they'll demand to know where you bought this coffee. And That's dope as shit. Man, exactly. I, I worked at a fucking uh, car dealership, and we didn't have that. Wait a minute, well, what? My so job even has a coffee maker. We we job. had a coffee maker. Nobody ever used it, and because it was like old and gross and stuff. Fair. And then eventually, someone was like, "Let's just buy a coffee pot. Like, just just buy a cheap coffee pot." And they did that, and so now we have a coffee pot. That's nice. We'd have one so, for the shop if uh, we had more counter space for such things. If we had one of our... Well, we'll go into this later. This is irrelevant. Ah. Anyway. Previously on Rawl's Adventures. <laughs> Rawl and Doc went down into the sewers to investigate some strange happenings and discovered a plot by a crazed necromancer, probably some sort of undead guy, who seemed to be quite insane and had driven an army of, well, to be put it plainly, undead monstrosities, <laughs> which, thankfully, they ran away from with the help of Miss Abernathy. Or no, that's a different character. With the help of Miss <laughs> Mayhew. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Benjamin Bicks Abernathy, perhaps to show up sometime. Anyway, with the help of Miss Candace Mayhew, they managed to escape the undead hordes. Unfortunately, David was injured from the blast, but managed to make a full recovery. Our heroes then managed to escape the sewers and reported to the local guard the strange happenings and left it for them to deal with. And now, one week later... <laughs> so, one week later... <laughs> <laughs> Jason oh. has learned not to throw com massive combat and chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so one week later, um, 
you you've still been invited to that casino that uh, Atrix Varn, um, Lord Douchebags. That's what I'm going to call him. Uh, that she's replaced Lord Douchebags Manor with, and um, you still have your invite for that. They they do they already had their grand opening, but they they do actually have um, as Raw. You're reading the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually have double payout weekend for the grand opening month. Ooh. And you still have your exclusive VIP invitation. Hmm. Since she has opened this enterprise and you guys uh, helped her out quite a lot. Sounds so, like we need to both go. You, and... you and Doc and David all have invitations. I love that David has an invitation too. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I like imagining him sitting at a blackjack table and just tossing out <laughs> playing cards and just growling. <laughs> well, they have a no, they have a no pets allowed policy. And so this helps him get in. This is so awesome. <laughs> oh, Oh, David. <laughs> oh, and just make, um, doc, make a retroactive, um, notice check for me, by the way. Okay. And I'm going to make a roll for this random character to see if random character causes problems. That'll be a five. Five. I think I made her. I'm pretty sure I made her this. Yep, I made her this. Let's see what she does. She also rolled a five, which is interesting. I will say for the purposes of this, you've noticed a strange woman wearing plain uh, plain long dress but with a veil covering her face and she's just been kind of hanging her ab- around in the park lately <laughs> just kind of looking awkwardly in your direction but like she stays a re- like a reasonable distance away from you leaves you to do your thing but you think you think she might be spying on you <laughs> but she hasn't been rude or anything. She's just been, you know, feeding the feeding the ducks peas, not 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 bread. Don't feed ducks bread. It's bad for them. Feed them feed them peas and other things that are not bad for them. This ends my PSA. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of weird. But that being said, um I'm imagining David <laughs> mm-hmm. or Doc hmm I don't actually I don't actually know how he would handle this like No, I think he'd confront her. Okay. So he he walks up and he's like uh Hey, are you following me? No, I just I like the ducks. Roll notice. See if she's mm-hmm. lying to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull up her actual character sheet. Well, it's only a 5. No. Oh. Well, I need to see how good she is at lying because I I know her I know her stats are not the same as the base creature stats because she is a special NPC. She has she a has, name. She does have a name. Uh, I may have name dropped it before. I like the suspense of this arc. Ooh, she has a D eight. Let's see. What Let's I think makes the suspense gets. of this arc better is that. Uh, Rawl isn't like just doesn't care, and Doc is too stupid to pick up on the suspense. Yep, yep. 
So so she got a five uh, as well. And you want to roll off? No, because she has an ability. So you actually she actually got a seven. Mm. Mm. Fancy. She 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 seems to be telling the truth. Um. All right. Doc just goes okay and walks away. (laughs) Well, before (laughs) Doc runs walks away, you did get a basic success. So I will say that you do notice that she has this pale green skin hmm. like she appears to be a half orc and uh it's kind of this uh i don't have a good color for it but it's like a mountain dew can color okay. hmm. anyway and you walk away and again she leaves you alone goes back to feeding the ducks all right um eventually doc's gonna get bored and try and track down Rawl. all right it just so happened that you meet Rawl on the way to uh, come and find you, I believe, for one of Rawl's famous escapades. Yep. But not Rawl's... one of Rawl's famous sexcapades. Yeah. We'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how involved Rawl gets in all that. I imagine you can't it talk be... about that because everyone's wearing masks. Yeah. What? Because you're a raccoon. Oh, shut up! (laughs) You don't know who they are. That's what makes it exciting. Mm. Anyway. Let's not go to the chained place. What was that place called? The Delicate Chain or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, Delicate Chain's even better. (laughs) It was an interesting experience. Anyway. Mm. No context for people who don't listen to the main podcast. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You should listen to it, though. <laughs> anyway, so... Let's get to the casino. Yes. So, so I'm sure... You, sh- you meet up with Doc? Yes. Crawling out of a window. All right. Hey, what you ah. doing? Uh, Don't worry about it. All right. S- slinks down, like crawls very quietly out. Got to be very quiet as he slinks away. And he's like, all right, Doc. Wait, hold on. Let's what? see if Doc can stealth with you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Doc got a five. Let me see. Mm. And David stealth. got a three. Well, Let me. Doc, Doc is, is perfectly hidden. Oh, wait, sorry. I rolled the wrong die. Oh. David got a... Oh, boy. Mm. 18. David disappears into the shadows, and it's just two just two glowing eyes from the darkness is all oh, well. you can see. I got a four, and I'm the one who's supposed to be stealthing. Well, you all succeed, and, and <laughs> David just vanishes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And we're all just kind of holding this, this little gold trinket. He just stuffs it in his pocket. He's like, all right, man. And you, you you faintly hear a voice going, now where did I put my locket? I know I left it around here somewhere. Where did I put my locket? No, where no. is my medicine? No. Oh, mother. Oh, mother's mother. picture. <laughs> oh, oh God. dear. Uh. <laughs> 
I'm well, dying. <laughs> Shut up. Well, I would give it back. Rob would throw it back in the building if he heard there was medicine in it. <laughs> no, there, there's no medicine in it. It's just a, it's just a plain rich person's locket. Rob just looks at Doc. He's like, all right, man. What have you been up to? Uh, I think I've been followed, but probably not. Wait, you're followed here? No, like around the park. Oh, okay. That's still weird, but... At least they didn't follow you to me. Because I don't need that kind of heat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what you doing? What are, we, what are we getting up to? I mean, I was thinking about going to the casino that we got invited to. Uh, maybe make some money. Okay, that sounds like fun. All right, well, uh, you got your invitation uh, and David's invitation, so... Uh, well, actually, I kept both those because I knew you wouldn't hang on to those, so let's uh, let's head on over there, see how it's, see what the see what the digs are like. All right. Uh, well, I guess I should get dressed up, and I'll, I'll meet you there. Doc goes back to the park and puts on the um, undersized lab coat that he got from <laughs> Dr. Dr. Mayhew. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh no. Um, and then he <sighs> goes to the casino. It's probably covered in god no. Well no, cuz it it is self-cleaning. So it's fine. It is however well, pretty torn up. Yes. Well to It is it is only mendable from acid damage, not from tears and things. God, I feel like I feel like Raw would see him cuz Raw actually gets slightly dressed up for him which is just clothes that don't have holes in it and smell bad. And he's just like, my man, no. I, no, let's get you a shirt. Like one that is not open. <laughs> like uh, that. Okay, I guess. So they take him to get him some actual clothing. All right, um... Oh man! I How much would this. that cost? Because I love this. Well, while while I'm looking up um, some generators that I was not expecting to have to look up, uh, you guys did get an advance last episode. Yes. So, oh, I as for- I've been oh. reminded of. So, need- <laughs> feel free to on camera or on mic. Uh, level up, you, my guys, my girls, my uh- dogs. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I see. I know. I. I'm. I want to get either the Beast Bond Edge, or the Beast Master Edge a second time. Um, Beast Bond because I would be able to spend my bennies to let David re-roll. But with Beast Master, I could increase David's size by one. Which means he would go from about six feet long, you know, pretty average wolf size, to about eight-ish feet long. So where do I look up the edges? Because are the, yeah, the advances? Because I did not think ahead for this particular character because I'm playing so many. (laughs) So on your character sheet, it lists out already, like what you've already taken at different steps. Yeah, I've got that. Right. So, uh, because we're still novice rank, 
if you haven't yet, you can use an advance to increase one of your attributes, like your agility, smart, spirit, strength, figure, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You could get a new skill at a D4. You could increase, because uh, your skills are linked to your attributes. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say you wanted to increase your stealth. And mm-hmm. what's Rawl's agility? Uh, his agility is at, hang on one second, it is at an eight. Eight, okay. So, let's say your stealth is already a D8. Mm-hmm. Then you could use your advance to make it a D10. Okay. Or, if you have two, like, let's say you know, your agility is a D8, but your stealth and your fighting are both D6, then you can increase both of them to D8 because they're below the linked attribute. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're, uh, so your stealth and I'm fighting. just using those as examples. Yeah, no, I was just, I was just looking at mine, uh, what they are. So they're at an 8, which is good. Um, and let me know what you choose because I, I have a copy of your sheets that I'm updating as relevant. Uh, speaking okay. of, I might have to increase uh, Doc's strength. Well, I a stronger mean, boy. I right need D eight. Well, I, I need to oh, bring mine up because his strength is nothing, and so when he goes to get in fights, it sucks. Well, you do have that belt that boosts your strength to a D six. Yeah, it's yeah, but he's still. <laughs> well, D six is average. Yeah, D6 is normal and human. And another way that you can do more damage is to increase uh-huh. your fighting die. Because okay. then you're more likely to get a raise, which means you're more likely to get an extra die to roll for damage. Yeah, because okay. the main issue you guys are running into is you just can't hit anything. Yeah, because yeah. my my dude has his little magic knife, and that's it. I mean, magic knife's pretty good. Yeah, it gives him a plus one to hit, but I just feel like I'm not... And damage. What? It gives a and one to- damage. It's it's hit and damage. I didn't know that. It should <laughs> be a D six and a D four plus one. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> that might have that might have changed how I did some of the <laughs> combat. No. <laughs> well, I didn't know, so it's good that you didn't change the combat because we wouldn't have uh, done well. <laughs> No, right. I'm saying I would have made it easier if I would have known that it wasn't the full amount. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Oh. Mm. Um, I I balance things for what I know you have. Well, right now I have... Um, I, I guess I'll, like... Because my edges and advances are streetwise connections, low light vision, agile. Extraction is one of my advances, too. And you could build your character like a rogue, because like Doc's kind of building himself up to be the tank. Yeah, like yeah. some sort of tank. Yeah, because I have nerves of steel. I ignore yeah. one uh, rank of wound penalties already. Yeah, Doc is pretty much playing a a con and strength based ranger. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Kinda. Um, it's, it's Savage World, so this is the closest approximation I can come up. Yeah, with. yeah. Um, like a good thing. If you want like a, a combat kind of thing, something Rawl could definitely take is first strike. Um, oh, once yeah. per round, as long as you're not shaken, you get a free fighting attack against an enemy that moves in uh, into reach. 
Yeah, that's that's how Jane is. Um, yeah. and the other one. Hang on. So would I just put that under in like novice on the side? Yeah, yeah, that third okay. mark there. Because yeah. you already so have is, two. Yeah. So that is the edge you're taking is first strike. Yeah. Thank you. And that means like that's the only thing, right? I don't up yep, any attributes or anything. Get. Yep. Okay. And I'll mark in my notes. So how many advances have you guys had? Uh, this will be our third. Third. Mm-hmm. Cool. It helps me keep track of things. So um, how many bennies do we have? Because I have zero listed and I know that you it's get more three. than that. They, they reset every session. Okay. And I have increased um, my fighting to a D10. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, um, I was going to say something and I forgot. It happened. My parry oh, went up. Uh, yes, it does. Your parry is now seven. Does it's anything? Now eight. Go- oh wait, and what am I doing wrong here? I don't know. I don't know why my parry was seven. Let me double check. Oh. Ah, staff. The staff gives you plus one. Oh, that's, that's right. Why. I forgot I had. A... No, I got rid of the staff, so it is seven. Okay. Oh, I have bracers of strength. Yes, that's what's giving you a d six. Oh, okay. <laughs> Already, I I accounted for it. Oh, look, it's it's on the sheet. I just I'm looking over my stuff. I'm like, oh, I have things. I'm just oh, like, because I I have I have the the roll twenty versions of your sheets converted over to what my preferred software is, which is actually decent for separate worlds. So, uh, okay, I don't have to roll anything else for anything else. It's no, just add it. the first strike. Yep. Nope. That's it. And so remember, with that, you have it. Yeah, just remember that that's a new ability. And that's and whenever I'll... a creature moves into my space, I get once first... per round. Once per round. If a creature's in my space once per round, I can hit it. Yeah, moves into. Okay. Oh, okay. So basically, if a guy runs up to you, you can shank him before he can do anything. <laughs> Long story short. I literally wrote first strike whenever a creature moves in space can shank. <laughs> That works. Good plan. And I got, I got the, I got the full description here if we need it. So okay, cool. But in looking for new clothes for Doc, you guys stumble into the Dragon's Armory. It's it's a more of an armor shop, but it does have some clothes as well. Really depends on what you're looking for. Uh, the shop is a single story building uh, made with stone walls with several lead lined glass windows. Uh, there's a large collection of mundane armor just hanging from the walls and a couple of uh, fancy robes and outfits and things. The shopkeeper, as you enter the structure, the little ding 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 ding, is a, uh, a short male halfling named Lippo. He was once an adventurer, but uh, he uh, encountered some troubles and is no longer capable of adventuring, shall we say. Hmm. Like, hello, hello there. Welcome to the Dragon's Armory. I'm Lippo. Pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you. Are you looking for anything in particular? We're looking for a shirt. shirt. Yeah, we're looking for a shirt for this dude. You got anything uh, that's kind of dressy? Oh, yes. Um, Let me see. Dress clothes. Dress clothes. I think I have some in the back. Give Give me just one moment. Of course, it's not a thing. Why are clothes not a thing? Oh, also, I hate, I hate you, Savage War. <laughs> it's listed. It's uh, formal clothing, two hundred. So, 
so I don't have the actual money written down. I just have the worth of the items that we've acquired. So your uh, cash, because I have your cash recorded, is 5,497 gold. Jesus Christ. Yes. The first couple adventures got you a lot of money. What the fuck are we doing? We need to spend some. <laughs> yeah. That's why I brought you into an armor shop. Yes, um, I have this lovely top hat and, and fine gentleman's vest. And, of course, some pants and comfortable shoes that come with it. Uh, the total ensemble would cost you about... many kind of sizes up, Doc. 200 gold. Good God. Is that normal? <laughs> it's very fine clothing. Doctor shrugs. Okay. Uh, Ooh, Doc, I you... like this. And Doc just picks a uh, heavy leather coat. All right. Oh, okay, let's get you a shirt to go with that leather coat. Oh, that old thing. Um, well, that would just be about um, five gold. Yeah. It's kind of dusty. Been here for a while. Nice, but just dusty. All right, Doc, you need to pick a colored button-up shirt, and then uh, you can wear that with your with your new coat. That one. And there's also, and there's also some armor. And a uh, blue paisley yeah. shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. I'll just, I'll just throw that in with the ensemble. Oh, God. Oh, we're getting the ensemble, too? Well, I mean, you're getting the hat. You're getting the, the, the nice, uh, fine shirt, nice, fine pants. I mean... I don't you need think... an undershirt to wear with these things. Doc doesn't... Not fancy if you're not uncomfortably hot and sweaty. Mm, no, I think Doc just wants the paisley shirt and the leather jacket. I don't think he's going to want to wear that in the park, so... Yep. All right, so we've got this paisley shirt and the leather jacket. Oh, you're not buying the finery? Uh, well, uh... No. Well, just be five gold, then. All right, cool. Um... All right, Doc. Let's see here. We need to get some actual gear. Well, I have some fine armors for sale. And he gestures around. Okay. Um, Are we going to get any... Well, David's already got his armor. Is there anything that could help? Let's see here. More strength-related items. Because I have my bracers, but... Mm, Not that I have here. I just have... Oh, you know, armor of the standard variety. I do have some enchanted pieces, but nothing for what you desire. Oh, okay. Well, I don't... Are there, like, vests that are kind of armor-like, or no? I mean, I imagine I could craft some. What Doc is wearing is leather armor. Yeah. Oh. So he could craft a vest for you. It's just going to be custom. It's going to cost more. Okay. Well, that's fine. We all need something. <laughs> well, if this is a custom job, then what exactly do you require? And he pulls out a bunch of uh, tape measures and various measuring and cutting tools. Leather workers gear. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just a vest okay. that'll protect me. <laughs> okay, so you just want basic leather armor. Yes. I don't want I anything do fancy. Yeah. I can do that. Uh, well, uh, let's see. That's not too hard. It's just basic sizing. Uh, so let me see here. Uh, leather vest. I imagine I have. So let me go through my price book real quick. 
And it's gonna be under the basic player's guide. <laughs> Let's see here. I just think it would be funny if there was already just sticking to uh, Rolf's just... So do you just want it to cover your torso or do you want it to cover other parts of your body as well? Uh, sure, the rest, uh, like arms and legs, if if okay. it's if it's possible. Yeah. If not, then it'll yeah. just cover his his little torso. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I have two two ways of doing this. I can either craft you um, a nice light leather jacket that would protect your arms and your chest. Uh, Run you about twenty five gold for custom work. Uh, I also have a thicker. Um, armor, but it doesn't really pass itself off as clothing like the light stuff does. Um, that would run you about 85 gold for custom work. Protect your torso and arms as well. Nah, just the just the stuff that looks like regular clothes is fine. Alright. Uh, so add it to your inventory a light leather jacket and that'll give you plus one armor for your torso and your arms and get rid of 25 gold. Okay. Actually, thirty gold because we're buying the stuff for. Uh, yeah, if you haven't deducted it, yes. Yeah. Yet, then yes. <laughs> Did you need anything else from here, Doc? Nope, I'm good. All right. Well, we're ready to go then. <laughs> now that you have a shirt and a jacket. All righty. And a top hat. <laughs> oh yeah, true, you guys have a top hat. This is true. Um, <laughs> I love... another. It's another five gold if you're buying the top hat. Oh, that's right. Did you want the whole finery ensemble? No, but Doc is going to get a new pair of pants and a new pair of boots. Okay. Yeah, that, that that was thrown into it, but the, okay. uh, the top hat's five gold. Okay, cool. That's fine. I love that he has a top hat. Raul still has his, like, tattered... He's No matter what, he's always going to wear his tattered bowler hat. That's just his thing. Everybody's got a style, man. Yep, that's and the, his. And, and the shopkeep kind of looks at you. Are we all, are we all settled then? Yep, we're all we're all set. Thank you. All right then. Well, good day to you. Tell uh, tell your friends to stop by the Dragon's Armory. I don't have friends. Oh, that's wait a minute. Oh. You're not my friend. Well, we're friends, but you already know about it. Oh, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> I just kind of it's like, well, okay then. I was kind of dour. <laughs> um, okay. I don't really understand what's happening, but. No, I suppose we'll move on. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Have fun storming the... Uh, I don't know about that. Get out of <laughs> my house. Get out of my shop. <laughs> they roll out and head back over to the casino. Right. Rawls like, ahead. now that we look presentable, we can now head to the casino. Yeah. You guys make your way to Atrix Varn's fancy, fancy casino that she has completely renovated out of... Uh, Chadwick's house. Well, estate is more accurate. I love this. I love it so much. And you guys make your way. There's a, there's a long line of, of very finely dressed individuals, um, all probably, uh, well, definitely upper class. Um, some of them definitely seem to have an air of nobility about them. And uh, one of the guards sees you and just waves you in. Just like... <laughs> Hey, Atrex Savannah has been waiting for you. I'll take your invitations for you, gents. Doc will hand it over. Thank you, please. He stamps it and hands it back to you. Rawls like, Doc, hand that to me. I'll put it back in my pocket. He hands, hands the other it to two Rawl. over. 
And <laughs> then Rawl, in Rawl gets his invitation stamped and David gets his invitation stamped and they wave you in. <laughs> and as you enter, it's it, it's like walking into, um, I don't remember the name of it, but the casino from, from Ocean's Eleven. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the Bellagio. Yeah, it's all all glittering gold and like polished marble columns, and there's a there's a receptionist desk, um, and immediately you you see there is to your right uh, the um, what do we call it the cash the cashiers area where they where they take in chips and gold and uh, give you your winnings and take your money and all that kind of stuff and the vaults behind them. And uh, there is there is a coat rack uh, for coats and a hat rack for hats. They, well, you only have a dagger on you, so you don't really have anything that would really draw their eye as weapons. You do see there is an area where weapons are being put away at, but nobody questions you guys. And uh, as you go to the receptionist, there is a a, a plain human uh, receptionist, very um, androgynous looking human. Looks mm-hmm. at you and just goes, "Oh, the VIP guests have arrived. Uh, is there anything I can do to help you with uh, a room, um, a shower, a bath, um, anything, anything at all? Champagne? The I champagne? Use a snack? A snack? Ooh, wait, um, booze? Yes. Yes, that booze. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, that'll be on the house. Um, uh, we'll get you some fine champagne. Um, mimosas, probably. Yes, we'll get you some mimosas." Um, chips and crackers. Yeah, sounds yeah, yeah sounds, sounds good. good. Very well. I'll uh, I'll be sure to bring that to your. Uh, do you have a room? Do you have a table? I didn't know we had a room. <laughs> well, I can I can certainly provide you with one. That sounds nice. cool. Oh, very very well. Um, now that isn't on the house with your VIP uh slip, but it's only five gold for you. It's you, you get the the VIP discount. Sounds good to me. We'll take that. All yeah. Right, so mark off. So excited. Because five for you, five for Doc. They're not charging uh, David because he's a direwolf. He doesn't, as far as they're concerned, he, he's with he's with Doc. So five gold altogether or five gold? Uh, ten gold altogether. Ten gold. Okay. Yep. They don't do it per room. They do it per guest. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, um, but everything else is is paid for, and there is, uh, like I said, there's the uh, cashier's booth where you can get chips. As you look a- across this room, you see there are a variety of different uh, games you can partake in. Um, you see there is definitely a cards table, which you see. Um, it looks like there, well, you can't really make it out from here, but there are a couple different games that are being played at the cards table. Uh, there are a couple of dice games that are being played, and uh, there is... Um, some sort of strange mechanical steampunky slot machine that's also been designed. Hmm. I feel like Rawl is going to go with this tried and true and be like, go over for some of the uh, card and dice games because he's definitely played those on the streets. So is Doc, or sorry, is Rawl going to be playing against the house or is Rawl going to be playing against another patron? And with your with your gambling skill, you know that if you're playing against the house, you're more likely to lose, but you're not going to be pressured into getting into betting more. Whereas if you're playing competitively, you're more likely to win, but if you do lose, you'll probably lose more. Competitively. All right. Um, how many chips do you buy? 
I don't know. I don't know how all this works. I'll be honest. So, I've so never how bet. this works is um, basically chips are a one to one ratio with gold. Mm-hmm. You can't buy anything here with gold other than the rooms. You can only buy things with chips. And when you cash out at the evening, they'll give you your gold um, back and however many chips you've won. Okay. How about 10 so it's gold? It's a one to one ratio. So you'll, how much are you putting in? 10 gold to start with. 10? All right. So you have 10 chips. Uh, subtract 10 gold and add 10 chips. Okay. Um, Doc does walk over and go, hey, Rawl, can I have some money? Sure. How much do you need? I don't know. How much is money? Uh, he just gives him 20 gold. <laughs> All right. So, and then I'm assuming you're going to cash those out for chips. Yeah. Yeah. All I understand so. how games work. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. I don't so understand good. how money works, but I understand games. All right. Okay. So, well, I'll pull out 20 gold as well to do that. <laughs> so, for this, I'll need to, I'm assuming that David is going to go with Doc. Mm hmm. And I'll need to know what games you two are playing. And I'll start with Rawl, since this is Rawl's thing. Uh, um, there is, there's dice and there's cards, is what you've started to wander towards. Dice. Dice. We're going to play dice. Okay. So, we're playing competitively. So, you walk up to the dice game, and there's, there's two different games they're playing. They're playing match three, where you basically roll three dice, and as long as the number... Uh, comes up all matching. It's kind of like slots. Um, you win. Mm-hmm. And then they also have um, declare. And how declare works is you say what combination you want to come up. Like uh, odds, evens, one, two, three. Like you, you, you decide how many things you want to come up. And the lower the probability, the higher the payout. And how this is going to work mechanically is, for the dice games, is you're going to make a gambling check, and I'm going to roll the dice, and depending on how many successes you have, I'll adjust the dice up and down to uh, play the hand of luck. Cool. I should have upped my gambling, because it's only at a six. But... Well, a six <laughs> better is than better doc. than Doc. Yes, this is true. So you're so Doc's pretty much at the hand of luck is what he's at. <laughs> Poor Doc. Um, well, I think I want to do um, the match because it's easier. Match three. Mm. Okay. All right. So you walk up to the match three, and there's a there's a guy there wearing this just gaudy, gaudy like platinum jewelry that honestly, with your discerning eye, they don't seem real. It seems <laughs> like it's just like nickel. <laughs> Just he's polished to make it look like it's platinum. Bluffing. He, he like smiles at you and he's got like a golden grill going on. Oh God. And he's like, well, hello, hello, you'll play against me. Yeah. There's, just a very, there's a very bored looking like suit dressed guy that's part of the house. It's like, very well, how many, how much would you wish to bet against this gentleman? Rawl's going to start off small and do five gold. Make your gambling roll, and I'll make mine. Uh, you so just you... pick the higher number, right? Yes. Three. <laughs> Three. No. Well, you got two sixes, so let's see what this guy gets. He got two fives, which means that's 
a tie. Uh, so with a tie, you got the higher number. So you you win two gold. Or no, it wouldn't be. You're betting against him. So yeah, you win two gold. Okay. So So you have you have a total of of um seven chips now. No, you you bought ten, so you have a total of twelve chips. I bought I bought twenty. I changed you it. You bought twenty. Oh yeah. okay. So you have yeah. twenty two chips. Twenty two chips. Okay, cool. Yeah. And the guy's like, ah oh. <laughs> Do you want to go again? Yeah, and he put he puts down he puts down ten chips. To bet. So Raw puts down ten. All right, make your gamble. <gasps> yes. Hang on. All right, so do I add, when I get a six and I re-roll, do I add the... Yes, they add together. Nine. All right, that's two successes. You get to shift it up two levels, which is good because I'm going to shift that lone six down two to B4 for triple fours. You win the pot. Yes. I don't want to play against this garbage rat. And he wanders off. Garbage rat. But you do gain his chips. So you now have 32 chips. <laughs> what a sore loser. <laughs> he just gathers his chips up and walks on over to uh, um the other game, whatever the that other was. Card, the other dice game? Okay. Yeah. So you're, you're going against Declare. All right. Uh, is this still going to be against another competitor or is this going to be against the house? The competitor. Okay. Um, there's a really kind of like scrawny looking um you know i haven't had enough tiefling representation so let's say a scrawny looking tiefling with kind of like meek beady eyes just kind of looks at you and just goes oh hi do you want to play against me yeah <laughs> all right let's do let's do this also for a ride. inwardly I, yeah that's why i'm like oh god <laughs> playing the meat card <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so make your make your gambling check. <laughs> got a four. You got a four. That is a success. What what number or combination are you declaring? Uh and right now you're playing low stakes, so it's it's a single die. It's a single D six. Four. You declare a four. Okay. Mm. Well, I rolled a five and you have a success, so I'll shift that to a four, so that's a success. And uh, what I decided is tiebreakers are broken by the higher number. Okay. They declare. Well, when do you declare first? Are you challenging him, or is he challenging you? Is my question. Um, I'm challenging him. So then you would declare first. So if you declare four, he would declare six. Oh, okay. And he actually wins the bet. So he. How much tips did you put up? I should ask that first. Oh, I put in five. Okay, so he takes five. So you're you're minus five. Okay. So that's. Like bad luck. That. Do you want to try again? can do bigger stakes if you want more dice i don't know about more stakes my man how about like seven gold all right we're still doing singles yes okay what number do you declare uh three three all right make your gambling roll three is actually a good number because no matter what side of the spectrum you get it's easier to shift down to it yeah I got a five. So you got a five. Okay, that is a success. But I rolled a six, which means I can <sighs> shift it down one. So that's still a no-go. So if you declare three, he'll declare, well, 
Again, if you roll three, it's going to clear four. So he wins again without me rolling it. Lame. So you lose the seven. I'm going to stop gambling. He's like, bad I'm luck. Back, back maybe to- you should try against the house or maybe the card games. <laughs> Where I was like, that's that's fine. So he's he's back at his 20 gold. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I'm going to take a break nothing. and go, go, go take a break and go grab some booze. <laughs> All right. So uh, a waiter comes by with a with a tray of champagne, cheese, meat, and crackers. Oh God, that sounds so good. I'm hungry right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm no, it's sorry. fine. It's fine. No, it just sounds so good. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's casino food. It's gonna be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a drink, sir. Yeah. Thanks, my man. You're welcome. <laughs> so Paul's gonna start looking around for for doc and seeing what he's and, up to and we'll cut to doc we'll take that opportunity to cut to doc and when we come back to you we'll have you make a vigor check for your alcohol <laughs> now was the the alcohol wasn't on the house it was for you yes it, alcohol is, is on the house okay um then doc is drinking an entire bottle of champagne and playing blackjack against the house Okay. <laughs> so if you're drinking an entire bottle of champagne, I definitely need you to make a vigor check. I will do vigor check first. Ooh. That's them stone dice. Mm-hmm. Um that's a twenty-five. Okay, I will God. say that you are free from all remaining vigor checks for alcohol for the evening, cause you're just freaking killing it. I'm full up. You you burp and you're fine. I burp and I accidentally get cause one of the cigarettes to blow up in a guy's face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess I should roll uh, gambling oh, now. Yeah, and this is going to work much the same way where I'll adjust the value of the cards as you wish. Okay. So. Boy. Oh boy. Fifteen. Good lord. So that's, um, what, how many success? Three? Yeah. Yeah, three successes. Damn. All right. Your dice really like you. It's them amethyst dice. So what I'm going to do for this is instead of shifting the card value, I'll let you, that'll be redraws. So the first draw is a queen of, uh, is a queen. The the suit doesn't matter for blackjack. All right. And the two cards that I have? Oh, yes, because you start with two. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Uh, a six and an ace is what you have. I'll stay. And it's... You stay? Okay. Yeah. Because that's a 17. So, okay. So then remind me how this works, because it's been a while since I played Blackjack. Um, if I'm playing against the house, they also get two cards, and they mm-hmm. also draw until either they hit 21 or go over. Um, but the point of it is that, like, they might know I have, um, a six, but they don't know I have an ace. And I might know they have a 10, but I don't know what their other card is. But we both, you know, but they know that I have an eight, uh, a six and a queen. Mm -hmm. And I didn't fold, so I didn't go over blackjack. No, I said an ace. So you have a six and an ace. Right, but you also said that I got a queen. 
That's correct. Yeah, yeah, because Queen's in the center. Yeah. So you see publicly well, they have an eight. There is no center for blackjack. Oh, okay. It's all hit until you bust. <laughs> Got it. So you have so you have a, a queen oh, and ace God. and a six, and they and you see an eight is what they have in their hand. All right. I will say, for your raise, I'm going to redraw this because they got exactly, and they bust. Yes. Nice. I got I got the exact number I needed, and then it's like, well, you got a lot of raises, so I'm going to keep redrawing until one of these is bad. <laughs> so you win your first game. Um, I also need to make sure I keep track of how much you're declaring as far as the. Uh, uh, I just put out. everything. Everything. Well, yeah, you win. You win. Uh, yeah, we're all evened out, so I keep forgetting this is double double winnings night. We'll do that when you cash out. It's just easier to keep track of that. So you get uh, all 20 back, so you have 40 chips. That's dope. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to keep going until I have to go find Rawl to get more money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, 11. All right, that's that's two. It's two raises. Uh, you have a nine and a four, and you see a jack. Do you want to do this a little simpler? Sure, I will. Um, I think the simpler way to do it is... So if I put in ten, <clears throat> ten chips, the house mm-hmm. matches me, you decide what the house's mm-hmm. gambling die is, mm-hmm. and, and then... Just do roll yeah. off. And then, because ba- okay. I'm reading how the skill works in uh, the book, mm-hmm. and how it would be is like I got an eleven. If they got mm-hmm. a twelve, then I just lose ten chips. But if they got a fifteen, well, then I have to pay the difference is four times ten chips. So now I have to pay forty. All right, so we'll just do it that way then. But they do get a really good. They got a nine. All right, so. They pay me 20. All right. They pay you 20. Is Doc going to break the bank? God, I hope so. Out of sheer luck? That would be so <laughs> That'd great. That would be amazing. Well, I got to set a bank limit. Uh, I'm going to pay 60 and see what happens. Okay. Go all in. That's a five. I got an eight. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That means that Doc is a uh, hundred and twenty gold in the hole. Oh my Kay. god! So we're gonna owe them a hundred and twenty gold. Goes, All right, I don't have any money left. Go get more chips, sir. All right. Doc just walks <laughs> away, drinking this his third bottle of champagne. Oh god! <laughs> and. uh... That was enough rounds, so you meet you meet back up with Doc, and uh, I'll have Rawl just make a bigger roll for me. Okay, let's see here. So that's a eight. Why do I still have a hard time finding the eight die? I don't know. I don't know. Because you don't set them down on the highest number? Shut up. It's true. What did you get? I always forget that Rawl and Doc have the same Ooh. vigor... Uh, score. <laughs> what did you get? I didn't hear it. Um, I gotta re-roll my eight because I um exploded. Yes, I did. Re-roll the eight. Oh, re-roll the eight. Uh, I got ten. 
drink like a pro. Drink yes. like a pro. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a professional. Yes. Yeah, that's the same old. You <laughs> heard that. <laughs> With that, um, I still might make you have you make some more throughout the night, but you're you're feeling good and you're not impaired. I will also say that Rawl, technically you can cheat, but if you get caught, who knows what might happen? I mean, he's going to cheat. That's just. But something you can only cheat does. against other people. You can't cheat against the house. Yeah, I figured. Uh, cheating does give you a plus two. Yes, and you can't yeah. do it against the house because the way that they control things, but you can against other people. If a cheater rolls a critical failure, however, he's caught. Exactly. And who knows what pandemonium might happen. On that note, that's the end of this episode. Bum, bum, bum. first couple rounds of gambling in. Yes. And we're doing... So- my rules worked well for dice. My rules don't work well for cards. So. <laughs> anyway... Oh. What are your pluggables? Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under Am Cosplay Clean. Um, I post a lot about role playing games, and I post about cosplay stuff. It's been a minute, but I do post about cosplay things and sewing, and that's all. But you can find me on those handles or on that handle. <laughs> In what mysterious places can they find you this time, Eli? Well, you can always find me inviting you into a ring of mushrooms, but you can also find me online at royalartisanprops.com. Well, might I advise to avoid strange mushroom rings you might find in the forest, for they are fey propaganda. (laughs) You may find me (laughs) in safe places for would-be travelers on YouTube at Arasil Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, where I record various Let's Plays of games that I like, many of which are RPG-related. There are some exceptions to these rules, obviously. But uh, they're all fun, they're all entertaining, and you should give it a watch. That is all. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for stopping by for this part of our adventure. This podcast is part of the We Play RPGs network. You can learn more about We Play RPGs at weplayrpgs.com, on all social media at weplayrpgs, and if you support this podcast on patreon.com slash weplayrpgspodcast. You can always find wonderful merch at tpublic.com. Just search for We Play RPGs. Anyway, bye!